Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So proper, proper seen their ass with yeah. being voted. I think it was crap towns. I Craps. Was, I remember that crap yeah, towns. The crappiest town in England. I mean, it's kind of like a badge of honour, isn't it? Yeah. You're gonna do something, do it I, properly. You're gonna I be like crap, be crap. Pull has got two rugby league teams right. and one football team. How can you have two rugby league teams on one football it's all. team? <laughs> I don't mean it's not it's not Hull, it's Hull. Have you ever seen to Hull and back? No. On the Fields and Arses? No. It's it's brilliant, right? There's a there's one where in that in that to Hull and back, Del Boy is at the market and he's selling these watches. And he goes, These watches, they're ten pound, they're ten pound, there's a crowd around him, ten pound each or fifteen pounds to the black man. And the black guy goes, Why can't I have it for ten pound? He goes, You can, Rodney, take the man's money. <laughs> I was like, Oh my god. Good marketing. <laughs> Good marketing. Good strategy. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. What are you looking at that out for? Because this brew wouldn't vote Conservative. Not white enough, Stephen. Talking to Conservatives, you've been making some Conservative friends, haven't you, this week? She's a cunt, Jay. You've got to narrow it down. When you talk about Tories, because it could be Therese okay, Coffey. she's the fucking Uber cunt. Therese Coffey. Esther McVeigh. Pretty Patel. Got there in the end. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean... There was a, there was a guy seeing his ass. who's like, you can't call women cunts. So, well, I've stopped short of calling them a Nazi, mate. It's equal, e- equality. Jay, I am an equal rights yeah. Twitterer. You are. I've always known. You are when you quote tweets. I always like that. I've seen you quote tweeting bots. <laughs> People with one follower. Everyone they get gets. as much attention as Everyone the blue tip brigade. Um, oh, yeah. Some people in the comments. All right. You all right? Um, Sean Patrick McDade said, my town was voted worst place to live at one point. Where'd you live? Yeah, let us know where you live. Right. I don't want to cast aspersions on your town. It's, I won't say it's crap, because I, A, I, don't, I want to walk out of here alive, and B, I want to walk through the streets of Manchester alive. Um, perhaps the most dangerous town would be quite a fitting moniker. Can I be allowed to say that? Like, top in it. Per square it- metre, the amount of killings... I think it's got to be up there with any town in Britain. Honestly, listen, I think if not the world. getting a bad rep on it. Realistically, this is a Tameside problem. Right. 
Like, so it's harsh to focus on Joyce then. Because then you're, you're ignoring Hyde. You get, yeah, you get Hyde, you get um, Moxham, Ashton, you get, yeah. so you get in. You get your shipman. You get your Myra Hindley's. Yeah, you know what I mean? you, you've got. Yeah, it's not just Joylston, is it? No, it's it's the surrounding three mile radius as well. well let's be honest. Dale Cregan did half of his killings in Clayton. He did. He did. That's that's often overlooked. So it's a bit harsh to go. It was all Joylston because it wasn't. Some of it was Clayton, as I remember knocking. Well, I didn't knock on those doors. I got out my news car, saw the gangs on the street. Got ER to I death. went back in my car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got For back those who aren't around Manchester, drove away. <laughs> right, the sketchier the area, the more you are likely to see obese ladies in pink fluffy slippers going, yeah, just yeah. fucking leave, right? That, just leave. I remember right. I'd that. rather have a, a German SS trooper cock a rifle at me yeah. than a fucking Manchester bird in pink fluffy slippers and shit just air me. go, yeah. Yeah. What are you oh, saying, you? Oh, we're in trouble here. What are you saying about our Malky? <laughs> Nothing. Forget it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I remember I got out of the news car. Get it! Get yeah. the shotgun! <laughs> I got out of the news car, and um, I think it was Claire Fallon who used to do ITV News was there, and I saw her, and she's done a lot of reporting. Hardened reporter. She was in tears. <laughs> and she said, they're not very nice to reporters around here. And I went, yeah, I'm going to get in my car. And this is how rough it was, Steve. I got in my car... And drove to Joylston to do some knocking on doors there. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was a better option. <laughs> um, Manchester Maverick says, and leopard print leggings. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you want. you got to have rollers in your hair, fang in your mouth, leopard print leggings, pink fluffy Pajamas on at 5pm. Pajamas on, usually a toddler under your arm as well, or within hitting range. And a, sh a, a half attempt at fake time. At like you've done it for a bit and then thought, yeah. sat that. And, and I mean? why is there a freezer at the edge of the street? <laughs> That's a don't good point. Don't ask a stupid fucking question. There's a freezer Jay. in the street, and if I don't see at least three matches, matches in gardens, something's gone wrong. That's practically middle class where I come from. Yeah, <laughs> if you haven't got a mattress in your garden, you're a posh spot. That's how we look at it round round our way. Um, Does your post office have bulletproof glass? <laughs> Do you know what? I'll never forget, right? Since when the fucking 90s. The most maddest news story I've ever done, and the most maddest reaction. And this is when you know, right, you live in the ends, right? <laughs> there was a shooting in Little Alton, and the bullet went through this window, right? In completely innocent family, stray bullet through the window, right? So I went and knocked on the door, because, you know, I was like, the angel of death. Someone's been a shooting in Jay around there. He'll, he'll, he'll speak to the locals, because he's on their level, right? So not to die, from Q103 Radio, da 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 Shooting, I could see the bullet hole and everything. It was like, I think it was through the fence and it was like the window was all boarded up. Yeah, yeah, come in. So, so, so I'm asking her and she went, oh, you know, I've got my kids here. I was worried sick. So I remember I said to her, like, you know, are you worried? What are you going to do? And she said, well, what I've told them is the shootings was down that side. So when they come out of the house, they just turn to the right and play up there. Very sensible. And I thought, well, that's solved that problem, hasn't it? From stray bullets. Just walk the other way. Do you know what I mean? She couldn't have been less asked about bullets flying through a window if she tried. There was a, a lad who used to live on my street. I think he's somewhere at a Majesty's Pleasure at the minute. He tried to rob the post office at the bottom of our street. <laughs> Do you know what? What it's would you get for robbing a post office now? 18 Th quid. You'd have to give them money. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I love the fact. Sawn off shotgun. Oi, he looks at it and he thought. Got four quid. Yeah. Do I go for jail? Four quid. When the police, I don't, I think, I, something like they managed to lock the door with him in there. Um, obviously, it's bulletproof glass because it's Drawsden. So the police came and nicked him, and they just handcuffed him to the railings outside it. <laughs> just, just fucking kind of like got on with shit, like doing interviewing people and stuff like that. 
My nana has gone round. She's like, are you all right, love? He's like, I've just been arrested. What have you been arrested for? Try to hold it up. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> all right, have a nice day. See you a bit. Tell your mum, does she know? Yeah, I've shouted to her. It's all right, she can hear me. Oh, She's bringing shit. me some buses. It's all right. <laughs> no one got hurt, did they? No. Oh, do you know what? I love that. <laughs> did she say that old one to him? Don't nick, any, nick you for anything these days. <laughs> Have a shooter. You yeah. should be out catching real criminals, not him. Should holding up the post office. Should have done it with a shooter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you crossed the line there, so. <laughs> I love the fact he couldn't be bothered walking further to the next post office. Do you know what I mean? He thought I may as well just do this one now. Put on my mind straight. I had a shotgun pulled on me while I was in the army, actually, in Drawsden. <laughs> um, <laughs> when you was in the army, right, and you went on home leave, did you look forward to going back to Afghanistan <laughs> for, a, for a bit of a breather? Um, <laughs> Were you like, get well, me back to I Iraq? It was, it's a bit rough around here. 2009. It was just before I left, I think. Yeah. Just driving across five ways and it'd been a cash for gold. That's another fucking top indicator you're in a fucking mm, primo area as Go well. On. They got a fucking cash for gold jewelers. Oh, shout. <laughs> yes. Well, anyway, that got, that. that got done in. Right. Um, <laughs> Drosden Precinct. It's not there no more. I don't even know if the precinct is there anymore. Anyway, that got done in. And as he was getting away, yeah. they cut me up. So I fucking got on the horn as normal. Yeah. And the guys just pulled the shotgun at me. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're in the right. Okay. okay. Yeah. As you fucking were. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that's taking road rage to another level when you're willing to just execute people over them beeping their horn at I think you. it was more that they were getting away. Yeah. And I was just going about my fucking you, business. You, you forgot to remember where you were. <laughs> There's loads of people here commenting on um, um, the different things. Uh, long light, long light, long sight, even long sight lad. Trainers hanging off telephone lines. I always think that's quite American. That, yeah, man. I don't get that. I I've did see it. the I ones in Old Trafford, weren't there? Do you remember on down um, near the Gorsell? Been bottom of my street for ages, but yeah. I don't know what what's yeah. it all about. Yeah, that's it. Feels American to me. That yeah. um, Manchester, it's more a burnt out car. Yeah. From a bit of a good old twocking. Yeah, twock. See, twocking. You're like me. You're old school. It was, it was twocking on it when we were kids. Like, you know what I mean? I remember like when we used to go to Lim, we used to walk to Lim, and now and again, I get well, a someone's going to done a good robbery, a, a good robbery, twock. like not a shit robbery. Yeah, you need a getaway vehicle. Yeah, right. Which means you need another getaway vehicle because that's basics, isn't it? Jay? Yes, it right? is. So you steal one, you do your robbery, you fucking fly into somewhere with no CCTV, you set fire to that, you get in your next one, you're off back down. Do you know, I know right. this is only a question, but do you know what twocking stands for? Uh, is it taken without owner's consent? Never in doubt. Never in doubt. Um, Pete Kelly says, coming over for the game tomorrow, second time this season, different manager in the home dugout this time, but the same away manager, what's the chances? Yeah, that's quite rare. Um, <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mighty Moose says, I've got tickets to Old Trafford, hospitality event, any good? Corporate no, have you ever Dave. done that? Corporate, corporate. Dave, innit? Yeah. yeah, I did it a little bit. Um, my old firm that I used to work for on a scaffolding, they used to have a corporate Dave. You have to take clients. Oh, right, be like, okay. Benny, come to the game. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> did you? <laughs> this is my client. He's on his 12th pint. Um. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Did you have a, a legend? 
Yeah. He was your um, legend, do you remember? The best one ever was Alex Stepney, for obvious reasons. He's, he, do you know, in Alex Stepney, a proper gen? Mint. Ob- do you know what? I almost gave up on YouTube completely when we saw the Devils did a video with him that did like 8K. Me, wasn't it? Was it you? Yeah. It was like the best video I've ever seen. One oh. of the best videos ever. Talking about 68 final, Munich, everything, like being part of the rebuild after Munich and signing for Busby. One of the best videos ever. And Pretty sure like, Stepney did. Uh, we had Stepney. I think it was the 10th anniversary of George Best passing. So that would have been, what, 2015, I guess? Yeah, that's spot on that. I think it was 2005. So he did, a, he did a talk about George Best. You know what them rooms are like? Two, three hundred people in there. Everyone's fucking minging because it's free beer and everyone's like trying to hammer their company credit card as much as possible. Yeah. I've never known one of those places fall silent. Except it's pretty softly spoken for a goalkeeper, isn't it? Yeah. And Alex was kind of like, he wasn't George Best to me. He was my mate George. And it just spoke from the heart about his mate George and his trouble with alcoholism and what it was like as a lad and mm. how he helped him when he moved here and all those sort of like real honest sort of thing he's about. He's just memories about George. He could have been sitting talking to one person. I love that. But it was 300 people in the room and they were fucking silent. Yeah. And it was mega. And he got like a stand innovation, like, like he just scored a winner. But when he finished. Isn't it mad like? Mega. I mean... It's almost, I always think like people like Alex Stepney are just completely underrated. Do you know, like their achievements and everything, like winning leagues, winning European Cups, being part of that, just being a, a mint keeper for like 20 years at a top level. Like if you that now, you're never at the end of it. Yeah. And people just like, you know, when you're having these conversations, people almost forget about Stepney. I don't mean United fans, I mean non-United fans. Yeah. When you're talking about some of the Because they look keepers. at the England thing, but England had a lot of good goalkeepers at the time. I think you had one England cap. I yeah, think. I think you're right. Because they had Gordon Banks just basically was between the stakes for England for about 20 years, wasn't it? Yeah. And he was arguably the best goalkeeper on the planet during that time. Yeah, so. Ray Clements as well. Yeah. And then Shilton. And they sort of all overlapped. Yeah, and and Stepney kind of rode was, a couple of those. It was unlucky, really, wasn't it? Because in 70, when... Um, Banks got that injury or got the food poisoning. They went with Peter Bonetti, who had a bit of a stinker, didn't he, against Germany? Yeah, I think Peter Bonetti and, and Stepney were the two that were likely to. Uh, didn't didn't Stepney get his England call up like that year? He might, not get, yeah, because I think it was Cup. either Bonetti or Stepney who would have stepped in, and he went with Bonetti because he was a bit more showmany. Obviously, I've nicknamed the cat, very good goalkeeper. I'm not saying he wasn't, but you know, Stepney, and he is a gen. I've I've done one. Of the, I've done a couple of events where he's been there. And he's one of those he'll come over and chat to you. He's like a sauce. And I love that. I've still got my granddad, obviously, we've had another channel than that from my dad's side. I never met my my granddad from my mum's side, but I would honestly think of Stepney as like that sort of figure. Yeah. Like whenever you see him, like he's got a cuddle for you, he's warm, you know, he's got stories for days. Tell us another story, granddad. Yeah. And he'll be like, oh, right, me and George Best and Dennis Law used to go to Liverpool and we used to like wear caps so no one saw us. And you're like, yeah, can't even see it's you now. That's <laughs> not George Best, is it? Fucking hell. And like Paddy Crary. I think he has, he's got a great story about going. Um, they went to Anfield. George Best noticed something Liverpool do when they're playing out or when how high their line goes. Pulls them all in at training and he goes, I want to practice this. And he's right. George Best goes, when I go through one-on-one with you, you want to show me to the outside? He's like, walk me through it. So they walk through it and he's like, Okay, your lead leg, what are you aiming to do with that? Um, I can't remember what he said. But in a nutshell, George Best goes, okay, cool. They played a drill. George Best plays a one-two off Stepney in training, off his lead leg. So he shoots it at him and then puts the rebound in. And he goes, 
All right, cool. The next day, I think it was at Anfield, it, it plays that exact same thing. So it's a Paddy Crayer and ball over the top. Round Obviously. And back for George Best. Paddy Crayer was a baller. He like was, on People don't know. He was a... He was a, he was the a old saying was, if, sort of, if, if Paddy plays well, United play well. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Ranger passing sort yeah, of yeah. baller. George Best goes like... Because we don't hear off these legends speaking enough about you know, the intricacy. All we hear is, yeah, we played off the cuff. It was all vibes. And then we got on the piss. Yeah. That's it, isn't it? But you don't realise like... They couldn't watch football on the telly. They'd have to go to the match and then see something at the game and then try it in training. George Best has seen this fucking playing a one-two off the keeper's standing leg to be able to go and score. That's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. I love the fact that George Best would take people on then let them catch up and take them on again. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. Imagine watching that now. And this was top-level football. This was in the, the top flight and in Europe. He'd yeah. do things like that. If you saw that now in the Premier League, you'd never hear the end of it. That, that's, I've never seen that in the Premier League, ever. Imagine just skinning someone and going, come on, son, have another go. And doing it again. <laughs> it's just like... While they're trying to assault him as yeah. well. Yeah. Like, some of the tackles back in the day, aren't they? It annoys you when people go, oh, footballers in them days wouldn't have survived. They were playing on, like, just mud and riding challenges that were two-footed. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's a shame as well because most of those games... The vast majority of them aren't televised, so you haven't got the footage. You've got footage of like the occasional match final. and day highlights that yeah, have survived. And like, stuff. there's so like you know, best score. What was it? Forty odd goals in a season once, whatever it was. And you know, most of those you're not going to see. You're never yeah. going to see, and it's just it is sad. Uh, Mr. Hoss says, lads, will we ever get a live show from you guys? We'd love a brew live to go watch, almost like what Sky are doing now. If so, bring it to Ireland. We spoke about this, haven't we, Steve? Right, I'll be very real with you guys. I went and watched Two Pints of Lager live on Friday. Me and Baggers went. How was it? Brilliant. Yeah. But you got to remember, this was a TV show that ran for, I think it ran for about eight years, yeah. Two Pints of Lager. So you got fans of the show. And you got two well-known actors there. Yeah. We're just a bunch of dickheads who got to the match. Yeah. So our subject matter that you're coming for is United related. Yeah. So I don't think we could do a live show, in my opinion, without a legend. Okay. Also, there was... I don't want to ruin their show and tell you what it's all about, but they did a lot of stuff. They referenced what they did on their podcast quite a bit. I mean, that's some fucking sensational guests. Um, but they did a lot of like pub quizzy type stuff, audience participation yeah. kind of stuff. Me and Baggers was talking about, you know, we've, we spoke about doing live shows in the past and, and how we would do them and stuff like that. And we were speaking all the way through theirs about, you know, could this work for us? Could that work for us? And that's the top and bottom of it is, there's a lot of moving parts that you have to make. You can't just come and do a podcast. No. You need a structure. Yeah. You know, if you, it's got to be a show. And none of us are show people. We're not showbiz anyway. No. Joe might be a little bit, but like none of us are showbiz. No. We just fucking say what we see. Yeah. So there was a few things that they did where the, there was clearly lines being read. Yeah. And there was setups. Right, okay. And I don't know if we could I'm, do that. I'm with you um, about the... I would like to, to have a legend as well. And when I say a legend, and I'm not disparaging what other people do. I mean a bona fide Manchester United legend. Yeah. Keen. Yeah. Like a, yeah. Chucky. Cantor Someone who's yeah. who's won the lot, who was at the club for years, who's got a lot of stories. I'd like to do that because I would love to go meet people and we get messages all the time. Me and Steve been on channels and different, you know, Instagram lives and all that with supporters groups from all around the Mate, world. I also do not 
I do not have any fucking delusion whatsoever that I'm going to fucking pack out a show anywhere. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you're not this coming for it. me. And you I might come for these people on yeah. that poster behind you over yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. But and you're I not coming. I don't no. mind hosting it. No, I'd love I, to be there. Yeah, I'd love to be there and part of it. And I've done it, I've done it in Norway. We've, we've, we did it with Chucky, did it with Bojan, did it with Andy Mitten. Um, I know he's a journalist like us, but obviously a lot of people know who he is. Um, done it with Lee Sharp as well. See, Andy's done live shows. Yeah. I'd love done, to know done, how they done went Done one with Norman Whiteside. Um, it wasn't abroad. It was in Macclesfield, but it was a great show. Um, and it is, a, but you need like, if you'd have turned on my side out of that and just left me there, or no disrespect, but replaced me, you, it's not the same two United fans. No disrespect about, to it, yeah. Go talking about going to game when you've got someone talking about scoring in the FA Cup yeah, final that's or what it's for. being the youngest player ever to play in a World Cup, breaking Pele's record, and then a week, and then, yeah, exactly, and then half an hour later being the youngest player to be booked in a World Cup. <laughs> that, that's a story, and that's what fans want to hear. So I'm with you, and we would like to go out and meet fans. We, me and Steve spoke about it. Loads Maybe that's fans. the evolution of the sportsman's dinner with the podcast yeah. sort of. Because um, that's what I see. Good, sportsman's good dinners are, are, are a way to do it, but they, they can be pricey because you know, you're doing them in hotel venues that do weddings and shit. They're charging you £30, £40 a head for, and for also, stuff like that. So you, the tickets have to be really dear. But if you do it in like a comedy club, you just get a legend on and you make it a podcast, a live podcast with yeah. a legend. I can get behind something like I that. I can. And. You know, that is a good, a good point you make as well, because you have that balance, because obviously legends, the time is precious and they get a lot of... You know, oh, they're, they're spending, let's yeah. be honest, a lot of them that make their living doing this. Yeah, so you're not going to get them cheap, which means you have to pay people to come, and it's like getting that balance, because I want to give people value for money, I don't want to make... I've done things. two sportsman's dinners. Yeah. When I used to have the blog with MUFC Latest, we did two sportsman's dinners, we did Sharpie and Pallister, yeah. and that was good. Sharpie's good, isn't it? I've yeah. never done Pallister, I've done Sharpie, he was really good. But Pallister, it surprised me how good he was, actually, because yeah. you don't, you think he's a bit of a mummy's boy almost, don't you? Yeah, and a bit yeah. quiet? No, not at all. Yeah. It was a really good blend, those two, yeah? I and I, I did uh, Whiteside and Robbo as well, which was sensational. Honestly, I'd love to, I'd love to just, as Brian Robson, on a, I just could just We were on the pistol about 4am. I will mean you, friends. Don't speak to me. Um, <laughs> the, Jay, the, the fucking bar bill afterwards. <laughs> we, we did not make any money on that fucking sportsman's dinner. I Put it this way. I got it. You're like, ooh, fuck. Yeah. You're, you're still on that money now. I still paid it off now. <laughs> Billy Jashton, stop ringing me. I remember when Mrs. was sat with Norman Whiteside and his missus. And I don't drink. My missus was drinking after about... Half an hour, she's like, I can't keep up. Because <laughs> they were just, they weren't even like drunk, they were just down in wine and she had to go to water for a bit. Uh Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And people saying in the chat here, a couple of people say, Jed Love Day, everyone would be perfect for a live. Have you seen that new show he's doing? In, it's up your street, really, because it's crazy. It's crazy survival things that you're into. And he's like, he's in the Arctic or Norway or wherever, somewhere called jumping into ice water and all that, and abseiling down cliffs face first. And he's up for it. He's like, yeah, I'll, you know what I mean? It's all these different celebrities, so it's people like Gabby Logan and um, Professor Green and all that. You see, his boxing match got cancelled. Who was it with? I don't know, some fucking helmet. Right. Was I have it? no idea who it I'm was. not, I mean, I love Everett, but I'm not into these boxing. When I saw it, I was like, okay. Yeah. But do you know what? You're talking about people spending time. When we did the, um, we did his Q&A that he did with Andy Mayer, for his book, and um, we did the thing afterwards with him. 
and you queued. There's about 20 people queuing and it took ages to get to him. And I realised why when we got to him. It was me, my missus and my dad. He literally spent about 20 minutes trying to us. And I thought, he's just spoke to like 20 people on the spin. He, you know, you get fed up, bored, wouldn't you? Just because yeah. you know, you're a human being. And he wasn't. He was like, he was so engaging and I had this story and I was telling him, oh, I said, oh, you give me the best 45 seconds of my life when I was in Munich and he scored that goal. And he's like, oh, hey, like, man, you knew it was, we thought he was celebrating with us and he wasn't. He was getting the ball and running back to the halfway line. <laughs> and it was like, and then he was chatting to my missus. She was a bit shy at first, but, you know, she was a bit like, oh, it's Evra. But he was just dead friendly. And oh, mate, one of the, the probably the best guy. football conversation I've ever had was with Evra. Because you went, um, like, to his hotel and all that, didn't you? Uh, well, yeah, for a bit I was working for him and then he took the chicken <laughs> off, booted a guy in the head and then got rid of all his socials. Um, but yeah, I went and it was when I was at Marseille. Yeah. Um, so he flew us over to Marseille, um, put us up in a hotel, got me in an apartment in Marseille. And it sounds like a lie as I'm saying it, but you know, it happened. I vlogged it. I know you did. <laughs> and what I loved about that is I didn't know about it until I saw it. So I was like, um, <laughs> what is this? Why is Steve in a hotel with Evra? It was Min now. Uh, I mean, yeah, but I filmed 1%. Yeah. Of, of everything, um, it, you know, because I didn't want to be that guy just filming everything. Yeah. Um, but you know, the journey back from the match um, to his hotel—it's like driving down Chester Road. Yeah. Just fucking traffic. So it took us about two and a half hours. So for two and a half hours, you, you've got his brother, who's like a, just a fat six foot four version of Evra. Yeah. On one side, ever in the middle, me on it's just fucking shoulders all in the back. Yeah. Of it. it's, it's a four by four, but it ain't that big. No. Um, and I've just got a hot, just finished playing leg r up against my yeah. leg. And for two hours, just when you just go, I'm gonna ask him everything everyone, anyone's ever wanted to ask him. I asked him about Suarez, asked him about Moyes, asked him about Fergie, asked him about the history of the club that he, he went and learned. And he was yeah. like, cause I said, oh, didn't you do like museum trips and stuff like that? And he went, nah, better than that. I just like took Bobby Charlton out and, and, and bent his ear off. And he's just like, Amazing. You know what I mean? Amazing. Ridiculous. Imagine right, walking into wings and seeing fucking like Paddy Ever and Bobby Charlton having lunch. Just having a catch up. And he's like making notes. Club. Yeah. So that's good that though, isn't it? Because you threw you himself know, into the club. Yeah, no one does that really, do they? And and, and to a certain degree, I don't well, what level even of humility do you need to say, I'm gonna learn about this club? Yeah. You can't it. I can't see any I could see Bruno doing something similar. Yeah. Knowing you know what he's been like with our age and and the ways it's kind of yeah, integrated and things like that. That's a really good point. But I could I couldn't really see any player yeah. being like talk to him about this football club. No. Why is it special? He's 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 one of those guys in the ever. He's just he's got a heart of gold as well. Sometimes you know when you see him playing bagpipes with one shoe on, eating a raw chicken or whatever you think. Well, I think just, he's fully mental. Like. Yeah, he is. But like even his Q and A, like he came out singing Wonderwall, and the next minute he's talking about some pretty hardcore stuff about what he went through as a as a kid. It was like very serious. Yeah, Twenty six brothers and sisters. Yeah. And you're Do you like, think that was an easy childhood? No. And like you know, who got my underpants? What I mean? <laughs> and like all the things he's dealt with, and he's still got that. You know, I know he's obviously got like a good life now. He's an ex-United player who's been at the top level of football for, you know, best part of two decades. But he's still got that great attitude and that loving life. You know, I love this game thing that he says. And he is, he's just a great guy, man. It was so, it was really, really interesting because, you know, you've done him a few times where you can read a book or you can get a Q&A and it's, it's sort of what you expect. But when, when you get someone like that, it takes it to another level. Um, before we move on with some other things, there's loads of comments and we'll get to that. Um, Apparently there's a press conference there. I don't, I don't feel... I think we, uh, Cavani's injured. There you go. That's a revelation, isn't it? Um, but yeah, we'll get to some stuff in a bit. First of all, though, here's a message from our sponsors. 
Now more than ever, our internet reliance is rapidly increasing. We stream our favourite shows, keep in touch with loved ones, and watch podcasts like The Brew, all on the internet. And we like to think that our information is safe, but as our online footprint increases, our information needs to be properly secure, Jay. We need it. We need that proper, proper security. security. Yes. Surfshark is a VPN service that protects your information by encrypting all the data that you send out through the internet. Another great reason to use VPN is because it can enable you to use services that are sometimes restricted in other countries. So things like Netflix, Amazon Prime, all that sort of stuff. When using a VPN, that lets you access mm. other channels that you might not be able to access from the country that you're in. And with Surfshark, you can solve that problem by simply changing your location. So you can be on the beach on holiday and set it back to the UK and watch the Premier League games with your normal streaming services. Currently, Surfshark has an amazing deal. Mm. By using the code PADDOCK, you can get 81% off. That's 81%, which just sounds too good to be Ridiculous. true. And you also get three months free. And with Surfshark, you also get a 30-day money-back guarantee. So use the link in the description and the code paddock for 81% off, three months free, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Use Surfshark. You can't get better than that, Jay. Couple of quid a month, you're laughing. Ludicrous. Um, thanks to Surfshark. We've got some comments here. Um, yeah, people saying about the everything. Everyone's saying who you're going to say shoulders. Is that saying of yours? What? Shoulders. I mean, you said about shoulders. Well, really? I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why. <laughs> it's just all shoulders. Like, yeah. all yeah. happens the same. I mean, I don't sit down, but if I did, there's too many shoulders. There's no yeah. fucking space it's between the seats. Like, yeah. It's not like fucking Wembley. Wembley's like this. Yeah. Do you know what, right? I want to, well, me and you spoke about this. Then you're, you're about revamping it, aren't you, Old Trafford? Because I'm like, just can start again. <gasps> I know. George Best played on that grass. No, he didn't. It's the same grass. <laughs> you know it as well as I do. Same grass. It's not even the same grass that Ollie played on. Well, John Fest. There's a good chance Cristiano Ronaldo has never played on that grass because we've had a bit of a break. Um, I understand what you mean, and I get the sentiment behind it. But I just, whenever you go to a different stadium, a new stadium, you think, and I'm not. I mean, I stand in the bloody TRA where you are like that anyway, so it's not going to make any difference to me. But you know, when you take the kids and that, you just think, no. Build your extra shit. Make that. Right, right, when you right. revamp it, yeah. let's make a better actual fucking high up platform so our disabled fans can see rather than putting them in fucking bottom center of the white patch. Bit of a fucking reference for everybody there. Mm. If you don't know, you don't know. Um, and letting them get in fucking balls to the face like they're on a porn set, right? <laughs> fucking, what are we doing? Our most vulnerable people, where do we stick them? Right in the firing line for balls and right underneath the away fans. <laughs> I Who the <laughs> fuck John, thought that was a good idea? John and Alex, the other ones, I remember we did a video with them when we was at Devils and it was like, literally, I think it was the PSG game, one of the PSG games. You got flare throwing Yeah, flare throwing them, spats on, dogs abuse. And it was like, they sent to the club and the club around, yeah. It's so our most vulnerable sections of support. What, is Pretty Patel the fucking CEO of Manchester United? Honestly. God, give like, the, the most vulnerable fans need to be fucking treated a little bit fucking more humanely and not as an afterthought. Like, they've clearly been uh, in recent years at Old Trafford. Um, give them a nice viewing deck with good fucking disabled facilities. Not the dog shit that they have to put up with now. Um, put your corporate facilities up there as well. Yeah. Let them see the fucking pitch and have their fucking prawn sandwiches because let's be honest, it does fucking bring in a lot of money and every club is going to have corporate facilities. So put them in the fucking gods. Make K-Stand and a Stratford end an absolute cauldron of noise full of dickheads and cocaina, right? Yeah. Because that's where it needs to fucking be. Okay. 
Let's, are, we, are we being are we being grown up in real age, eh? Or are we what? Are we not? Hey, <laughs> you're being honest. I'm being honest. <laughs> um, Simon Doyle says, right, I want to ask you about this. Surely United have a contractual safeguard against players who never want to play like Cavani. It's absolutely ridiculous. Just on that, right? Because you're, you're <coughs> coaching and stuff. Is it better to have a player who's mint, right? Who's has one of the best ever, right? We only get him for half maybe the games, or someone who's a 7 out of 10, but you get him from nearly every game? I reckon probably a 7 out of 10, knowing what you're getting. Because that, look, case in point, Lindelof or Varane? Like, are you getting more out of the season? Well, yeah, because sometimes Varane's, like, this weekend, just not there. No. I mean, he's just like, and Cavani, one of the greatest strikers in the modern era, but how often do we see him? been about as available as I have this year. Exactly. You've been more available, to be honest with you. You've certainly been at more games than he has. I mean, it's like, that's the frustrating thing. And it worries me a little bit because I saw the rumours about Calvin Phillips. And I'm not against a player like Phillips. I know he comes from Leeds, but since when do we care about that? And then I looked and he's, got, he's played 13 games this season. And I think, we're we not just doing another, you know, hopefully he'll get better type scenario. Do you think we just need to start looking at this thing like... How often did he play? Because we've had our pants pulled down. 100%. You know, Steve Bruce failed his medical at United. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Do you know who else failed in medical as well? Who? He's not in Steve Bruce's class, but he did play for us pilots. Really? Do you know how he failed his medical? <laughs> he told this to Macca when Macca interviewed him. Jim McGregor. You remember Jim McGregor, the physio? Felt his groin. And he went, oh, that hurts. So he failed him. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said that... Um, he played three seasons where he'd missed like one game yeah. on pitches in the late 80s, which were a battlefield. And Fergie over just over out. Well, that's what he did with Steve Bruce. Yeah. So he failed a medical, I think something to do with one of his knees, yeah. maybe. I could be wrong on that, but he, fa he failed a medical on something. And Fergie went, look at his playing history. That's he hasn't missed a game. Yeah. We're signing him. Right. And he went, right. Yeah, because that's the thing. You remember Rins with the, the photo where all the West Ham fans wanted to kill him? Because <laughs> he took a photo in a United shirt, didn't he? Put it in the... One of the journalists took it ready for when he was going to sign. The deal fell through, and then they used that picture to announce the deal's falling through in the mirror. <laughs> so he signed his United kit while he's still playing for West Ham. West Ham, who, you know, it's not like they need an excuse not to like someone of a certain persuasion, if you get what I'm saying. Um, we're like, right, we're going to, you know, that's it. And that's why I used to get coins and bananas and all that from Fucking him. Just like absolutely hammered. Uh, K.I. Uh, yeah, K.I. Tracy says, would we be better playing... Sorry, let me try again and get my words in the right order. Would we be playing better currently in the 4-2-2-2 after four months of Ragnik training and implementing, or is the squad just as incompetent? Stephen, I'll let you answer that one. Say that again. He said, would we be playing better currently in the 4-2-2-2 after four months of Ragnik training and implementing, or is the squad just as incompetent. So he's saying, should we have stuck with it, basically? I get what he's saying. Um, and on some aspects and some levels, yeah, there's an argument to be made there. But we've had, like, one fit-ish striker in Ronaldo. Mm. Cavani, as we've just been saying, has been non-existent. Rashford, been non-existent. Alanga isn't a striker. Maybe um, we should have tried Jesse Lingard there. I have no idea what the fuck we kept him for because we haven't used him. Um, I also think that 
maybe Ragnik either didn't think it was right for this team or didn't think it was right for the Premier League because even though I thought we were pressing a lot better in that, um, in, a, in a couple of the games we looked really good in it, but we had zero control. I don't know if you remember. Mm. Um, so I think he adapted it to fit the squad and you know, that's what we've seen a lot of this year is you know, he came in and he was like, right, you fuckers are going to start pressing. And we actually have pressed significantly more, mm. but it's still nowhere near like the levels of Liverpool and City in terms of pressing and, and winning the ball back high up. Does Ten Hag like pressing? It's just better, yeah. Yeah, so, okay. Well, at least they've had a taste of it, haven't they? Really? Well, this is it. And I think you change four of your first 11. You've changed the squad. Yeah. Like, you change four of the first 11 and you've got a different attitude on the squad, but you have to make sure... Those four players uh, are influential and they're, they're the top that are going to bleed the ethos over to the rest of the players. You've still got enough young players in the squad that they can learn a new trick. Yeah. You know, Ronaldo was never going to press. It was never going to be no. something that came into his locker. But you can adapt. I don't need you. If I'm Cristiano Ronaldo and you're a centre-half, yeah. I don't need to sit 20 yard off you and then press you like a lunatic. I'll just man-mark you. Yeah. Guess what? You're out of the game. Yeah. You're not going to look up, see someone, mark, Ronaldo marking your centre-half and go, well, let me give it him, see, how, no. see what happens. And when I'm not centre-half, I'm fuming if someone starts giving me that football. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? So you, you can cheat. And yeah. Ronaldo, of all the people, should be allowed to cheat. Yeah. Because what he's going to give you if, you, if you get the ball into the 18-yard box, should be a goal half the time. Yeah. No, 100%. I get that. Uh, Manny Haymanth Rava Verapu, forgive me if I butchered that one. I tried my best. Steve, when, I like the fact that they just address this to you because <coughs> they, know, they know my knowledge. Uh, Steve, when we buy players, they're good, but by the time the manager gets fired, they are shit. Are we buying bad, bad players or ruining good players? Both. Mm-hmm. A mixture. Because you wouldn't say, I'm trying to think who we've bought who's not worse. Well, well, lots of players we bought who were good. Di Maria was a good player. We got him and he was awful. Memphis was a good player. We got him and he was we're awful. We're buying fish and being mad it can't climb trees. Very good saying. I like that. I'll nick that. Yeah. No, it does seem it does seem like one of those, wouldn't it? Because we've that when you've got to look at it, when those signings were made, and people love to do this to you or me or anyone or Maka, dig out our old videos because we've been doing this for quite a while now. So we've you know that's a, a bit of a blessing and a curse because people go, oh, well, look. Maka fucking deserves it. He's twenty one. He's coming stuff. Well, that's a different story. But when you've like, never got me to say it, no. <laughs> Some of us were just saying four is coming, which was equally stupid. Um, but like when we sign someone, like when you get a player like Radamel Falcao, I don't look at it and go, oh, Radamel Falcao's done. I'm thinking, wow, we've got one of the top strikers in the world. So I'm going to get excited if anyone, you know, asks me about it. I'm going to say, yeah, I think he's a great player. As it transpires, didn't work out. You know, the same when you look at like Memphis, one of the, you know, most exciting young talents in the, in the league. Jay, at the end of the day, I'm unapologetically enthusiastic yeah, about Manchester yeah, United. that's it. So we sign someone, I'm going to get giddy. Of course. And it's not like we've got, I've, I can't think of one where you've got someone and when we've signed him, fans, pundits, most of the people have gone, that's a duffer. Well, I did with Lindelof. Right, okay. Why? Because that was Cause, quite cause a bold statement him. because I thought yeah. he did all right. I watched him, and... well, 1v1, he's not a good defender. Right. And that's been accurate. All right, okay. Uh, I did it with Delo. Delo, right, Delo and Lindelof. But to be fair, right, fair enough. But those aren't like the bigger signings. I know no, fucking hell, you're yeah. bringing Varane in. Yeah. Dick is, Dick Oot. Yeah, of course. Right? You, you know buy I mean? Sancho, he's literally like the most productive under 21 or under 23 in Europe. He's, he's only like Messi can Bro, fuck with his numbers. Guy carried Dortmund to Champions League and a trophy. And how often did Dortmund win trophies? Yeah. Once every decade. 
Do you know what I mean? Decoot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is so sad. Alexa played Esposito. I'm for revamp over the new stadium because I don't trust the Glazers. Not up to tickets, 200% because they're about as in touch with the working class, clash, class as Rishi Sunak. Um, just on that as well. Big oh Solo. Big out, shout out to Solo. Good to see you, bro. Um, we're talking about protests. There's obviously been a protest down at Carrington. And I said on the news the other day, we were talk I was talking about this protest, about protests being organic. Like... You can have organised protests, ones that are advertised and everyone knows, and there's going to be one this weekend ahead of the game where I think everyone's going in 17 minutes later, a sort of one minute for each year of the Glazed ownership. Yeah. But also, once this starts getting a bit of momentum, you have these types of protests where a group of lads or, or girls or whatever will go, let's go and do something. And it's spontaneous, isn't it? And you've done that. You've been part of it, haven't you? Yeah, and I did this a bit of flash mobbing in my day, Jay. Yes, that's what I mean. Did, um, um, did a... Um it's about 2005, this would have been, with the Love United 8 Glazer thing. So this is when the Glazers first came in yeah. and there was a real there movement was, going uh, on there, Both the Nike shops in town got yeah. flash mobbed. It was the funniest day of my life, mate. Really? Honestly, it was fucking top. Yeah, there was... Uh, Love art. We did the one where... Is it Foot Asylum is now at the back of the Arndale? Uh, used to be a door yes. right there. So we've gone in that one. So a fucking woman got on the phone to the police straight away. And this guy's got up to her, took the phone off her, just put Love United Eight Glazer stick over the mouthpiece and give it a back. <laughs> and I almost fucking collapsed laughing. It was so funny. <laughs> all with umbrellas and that, so no one could get CCTV. I love all um, that. Went from there to the St. Anne Square one. Um, there was a few people just robbing. Right. Saw an opportunity oh, and just got okay. on the rob. Not condoning that part of it. it was just, I was sticking stickers inside stuff because I thought they'll see all the visible ones. Yeah. But if I put them like inside a shirt, yeah, yeah, someone's yeah. going to buy the shirt, take it on, like, fucking hell's Fuck yeah. Um So I was doing all that, me, allegedly. And um, <laughs> <laughs> is there statute limitations for things like that? I mean, what is it? The shop's not even there anymore. Yeah, like, did me. you stick a sticker in a <laughs> shop that used to exist? Yeah. Um, and then someone, they had a ball wall, like just. Well, 50 balls, balls. Yeah. Um, and someone had knocked the edge of it. So all these balls are just fucking oh, bouncing. Man, and someone's just fucking levering them at the door to get them out. Um, and they had this woman that just sort of stood in the... Someone should have signed her. She was unreal. Was just she like... Boom, 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 saving them all, yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's only about four or five balls managed to get out, out of the shop. Yeah, she, she was fucking good. And that's just... Getting together, let's go and do this. Don't even know where it all originated from. We met at Sinclair's. Yeah. May I be a guy called Simo? Do you know Simo? I knew someone called someone on the same one. Got the same haircut as you? Oh, no, it's not the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, and then give me a big fucking wedge of them stickers. You took them stickers all may over the May I may, 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 may not have put them all over an Apache helicopter <laughs> in, in <laughs> Afghanistan. <laughs> I love how people are like, where were you? In? There, you dickhead. That picture's me. Well, that's what I mean. Like, like, United 8 Glazer I love that. Uh, I love that picture. In you. Afghanistan. Yeah. And well, then just about a smiley face over it's me. That's what I mean. Like... Once people start getting a bit between the teeth, you can't stop it. You can't, like, you've got people in Afghanistan like you sticking them on Apache helicopters. You've got people going into stores <laughs> doing it. Jake, got... I put that everywhere. Like, I can't tell you how many places in Afghanistan I put that. I, I, do you know what? I love that. I love the fact there's somewhere in Afghanistan now that's got a Love United Eight Glazer sticker on it. That is class. It's mad, though, because, you know, you saw it today at Carrington. I remember my mate a few months ago messaged me the street, you know, the road going into Carrington. Send me a picture of that at like nine o'clock in the morning. And I thought, what's he sending me that for, the weirdo? And then, oh, he's sending me because he's in the fucking training ground. Next thing you know, sort of over his Insta. <laughs> but he went, he went down there in his van with his work stuff on, covered his work thing, 
but left it all over yeah, the side of the van. Yeah, I was like, bro. Um, Syrian Bala says, Thea and Jay, hope you're both doing well. Lads, oh, good for me to get a shout out for once. I know transfer talk is usually all crap, but out of curiosity, which three or four would you be in for to compete again? Also, Steve, got any new inside news? A tease at least, haha. Yeah, I put one on Patreon last night about a staff member United again. That, I'm going to have another quick Google to see right. if she's been... Oh, fuck, fuck that up. <laughs> 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 to see if that individual has been linked yet. Oh, there you go. Hey, A fucking woman of football? Nope. Well, not on Twitter, at least, anyway. Um, <clears throat> right, so there's a bit of a tease on. There's a bit, he gave you an inadvertent tease there, anyway. <laughs> um, three or four players we need to compete. Good ones. In various positions. That's the problem, because you haven't got enough money to do what we need to do. I think it's going to be... We're going to have to face facts. It's going to be a couple of windows, at least. Yeah. People, everyone wants this summer. It ain't going to be that. It's going to be one or two in the summer, two at least I in think the summer. seven or eight could leave. Yeah. And I think you might get four in, right. but I would expect the likes of Garner and that to get a lot of minutes. But I think it's a good opportunity for them. It's sink or swim time, lads. Yeah. You either get it and make yourself a fucking Manchester United footballer, or you don't, and you bounce. Yeah, no, I agree. <clears throat> it's rough, and it's, you know, uh, as, a, as a club, we need it to work, and it might not, but I think that'll be the hand he's dealt. No. He's not going to get 10 players, is he? No, he's not. People are going, oh, well, we need a new right back, left back, the centre back, two midfielders, uh, a striker, and a right winger. Well, that ain't happening, is it? Like, oh, maybe a goalkeeper, but well, that's just not happening. No, no. Uh, There'll build, be a lot of making do. Yeah, that's what we're, that's, it's a rebuild. I mean, I hate to say it, but if you look at Klopp, when he took over that first Europa League final even, and then by the time they won the Champions League, look how many players you had left. Was yeah. it two? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's what it's going to take. That's what he needs to be able to do is, and sometimes that doesn't mean £70 million on every position. No. That might be this guy was a free transfer, this guy was academy, this guy was a big money signing, this yeah. guy was like 30 mil. Like, it needs to be a blend. I'd, I'll give him time, personally, but, you know, we all say we will, but when it comes to it, if we're sat in eighth this time next season, people will be questioning him. People will go, it's not worked out, get rid of him, get Conte in or get whoever. <sighs> Do you know what I mean? You will, the thing you'll is, if you'd have seen Conte, man. right, you wouldn't have seen any sort of um, overhaul of the backroom staff and the, the management. And that, for me, is more important than who is manager for the next nine months. I agree. We've done all the short term. Yeah. We've done all the flavour of the month. You've yeah. said it many a time. You know, Jose Mourinho had the best CV he can have at his age. Yeah. Get the structure. Did. Get the structure I mean? right. And it, doesn't, it almost doesn't matter. No, like, I, it, I it, agree. Now, if Pep went, yeah. Sean Dyche could probably still win some pots with City. Is Manuel Pellegrini that good a manager? <clears throat> clearly not. Is Man is Mancini even that great? I know he won the yeah, Euro. No, not. but they've got a structure. He also just in there. failed to qualify for the exactly for the World for the Cup. World Cup. They've it's got Macedonia. a structure in there. So that world global footballing power of I, I, North you, Macedonia. You joke. <laughs> you joke. <laughs> you joke. But I think genuinely, Brendan Rodgers could take over from Pep and have success. Jesus, yeah, he does because it's set up. For Pretty you sure there. I can win the League Cup. Yeah, honestly, you could because you've got the players there where it's go. Okay, just don't fuck it up. It's there for you. Where at United, you're coming in, you're going, just overhaul everything from the tea lady to the first team because it all needs changing. Yeah, like Fergie. Listen, we lost to Liverpool this weekend. Yeah. You canteen girls are going to have to take some responsibility for that. Do you know why? He's saying that, right? And you've, you might watch something. That's a true story. We, had, we were chatting to Jockey and he said that after he lost to Liverpool, he, could hear, he went there because he was doing his coaching badges to, to Carrington and no one was about, no one on reception, no one in the car park, no one in the canteen. He's like, where the fuck is everyone? No one's training, no coaches, and he can hear <coughs> a distant shouting. And he said he walked down to a room and Fergie's got all the staff in 
like everyone in a room yeah. and he's leaning guardsmen yeah. canteen ladies yeah. fuckers with motor grass pointing you this is why this club's rotten to the core this you've is let why... your standards yeah. slip I make brews yeah. and they're not good enough <laughs> that was it that was how angry he was to, to lose to Liverpool and I, you know what but by the same about route, when we win a trophy he brings it in and he goes this is yours yeah and, 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 and also and by the same I don't want to paint for you bad light here Chucky always said he was the guy that if he saw someone in the encounter and he didn't know who they were who's that and he'd go and introduce himself Hiya, I'm Fergie. <laughs> oh, hiya. <laughs> oh, what do you do around here, yeah. you fucking dickhead? <laughs> oh, thanks. Well, do you know what I mean? He was all about the people, or he is all about the people, I should say, because he still is. Uh, Bill O'Reilly says, Mrs. Walk past and goes, I know him, he went to my school. That's what happens when a Londoner marries a Joylston girl. Said you were a nice kid, Steve. All oh, right, so Bill O'Reilly is obviously... What's your missus called? Yeah, Bill, let us know what your missus is called. Spill the beans on your missus. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> Kobe Rose is asking about work experience. Um, give us a shout. Give, give us, drop us a message. Can you tile bathrooms? Yeah. Um, Lewis Cave. What? Lewis Cave says, Jay, please can you ask Steve where he gets his hair cut? Barbers. The barbers. I go to Gaffin Stelly Bridge. It's very nice. That is very nice. Uh, to be fair to you. I'm not taking <laughs> What? Just because I haven't got hair doesn't mean I can't appreciate it. Do you know what I mean? Hey, don't start taking a mic. Five or a touch. Um, <laughs> with these protests, right, in general, what do you want to see come from them, realistically? For being honest, I don't think it'll do anything. Right, okay. I still support it. No, I, I'm, I'm yeah. Know, Jay, I play the Euro Millions. Do I think I'm winning? No. No. You, I'm like, you know, <clears throat> and we've said this a million times, and I'll say it again, you know. But I also wouldn't want to take the pressure off them either. No. There was, here's the thing, right? To me, it almost feels like if you're not going to go as big as we did with Liverpool, and let's be honest, a 17-minute protest against Norwich is not as big as Liverpool. And that's not me trying to dis diminish what everyone's doing here. That's just some factual. Yeah. Getting the biggest game in the English calendar called off is way more significant, newsworthy, and impactful than a lot of us staying outside for 17 minutes. No, I'm still going to do it. Yeah, no, I still I'm support here. it. Yeah, well done. And I, you know, I absolutely support everybody's right to protest, especially these set of fucking leeches as owners. But it feels like a, a de-escalation of force rather than an, a reapplication of force. Okay. And I, I unless there's going to be... Because let's be honest, that came out of nowhere a little bit, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. That was like meant to be a protest outside and whoop, yeah. you're having it. So maybe there's some other shit that I'm not aware of going off, which is highly likely. Um, but for me, it feels like a step down from where we were. Now... The reasons behind the protest in terms of the failed promises that we got from the European Super League, well, that's all still there. That hasn't been resolved. Yeah, that, I know, think that's one of the points that a lot of the protesters or the organisers are making is, you know, we, we might have this dialogue, we might have this, we might have a seat on the board or whatever it was that's promised, you know, Joel and Avram were going to come down to, you know, chaffing and have a chat with everyone or whatever, and it's not really materialised and people are just not having it. Yeah. And I get that. And then there's people say, oh, you know, is it because we lost the game? But... I have this argument with people all the time. You know, you were saying there you were steaming in uh, shops in 2005. In 2005, United had won, you know, four of the last six titles. Do you know what I mean? In 2010, when the green and gold was popping off. About United, as good as we've ever seen. Yeah, it. United were in between Champions League finals and had won one the year before. So, or two years before. So, let's not pretend that this is just about success on the pitch. It isn't. That can affect it because that can amplify things. But it's not just about that. Uh, Bill O'Reilly says, Mrs. is called Catherine Halliwell. Kept her name when we got married. Hashtag modern woman. Catherine Halliwell, does that ring any bells to you? It does, yeah. I can't remember from where. 
So, well, apparently she went to your school. She went to a mixed school, obviously. So much better than that, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think all those that go to all boys' schools are a bit odd. Like, my, my way, if you, people give me grief, right, because I went to grammar. It's an 11 plus exam. I passed it. I went to the grammar school. That's why. It's not because it's a posh. Dad went to yeah. a grammar school. Yeah. But my dad you may have heard of it. It's the same one Paul Scholes went to. So I guess they're alumni, aren't they? Which one was that? Cardinal Langley. Ah, right. Is that a grammar school? Yeah. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah, because my dad went to an all boys school. Most of my mates went to Wellacre, which is an all boys school. But it was, it's, yeah, it was off its head. Well, around me, you had Ardenshaw School for Boys, which is just like a rugby union place. Yeah. It was really bizarre. You had Little Moss, which was just crank central. Right. But like I think one of their most successful students got two GCSEs. Really? Like, yeah. In Achoo. my year. Yeah. If, you, if you got a GCSE, the nickname. Mate Farky, the, shout out Farky. Genius. The, is he nicknamed the professor? <laughs> For getting two GCSEs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Little Moss was fucked. I did, um, when I was at college, I did work experience there as a PE teacher. Right. Fuck you know. I'd love to see you coming into school doing work experience. I couldn't be a PE teacher. Well, Jay, here's what I realised. I couldn't yeah. be a teacher. And I realised that at 18. Yeah, I did. I told you, no, I did. I went to Aston Mercy to do work placement when I was in like my twenties. Now I'm in thirties, I think. When I was doing reporting, um, I was freelance, and my lad was due, and I was like, "Can I make a career out of this? Is it going to pay the bills?" I heard one of them adverts on the radio, getting to teaching twenty odd grand a year, which back then was you know a wage, um, <laughs> and then you, um, and then you know, we pay for all your training. So I thought I'll have a look at it. So I took the day off work and and um, went into Aston Mercy for the day. And then realised that, yeah, there's no chance of being a teacher. I'm looking after these kids all day, they're driving mad. Five days is enough for me. Yeah, that's it. Just, you get the feel of it, don't you? To think, yeah. no, nah, it's not, that's not happening. Not only that, I was 18. These lads were 15 and 16. <laughs> and you just think, <laughs> it, it was never a fucking good idea, was it? No, it wasn't. Uh, what are you up to this weekend? Going to match. Yeah. Doing an Easter egg hunt on Sunday with the little one. Oh, that's time of the year again, isn't it? So, yeah. Do you know what I love at Easter is when people post pictures of about 80 Easter eggs when they've got like a two-year-old. You're like, you're like, what? So, just call me out in public, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know? She's three. I might say that. I'm on, you'll go about this is Insta on weekend. You'll see the same thing now. I'll get in trouble. Um, space Chimp says, you guys coming to Melbourne for pre-season? We might be. Watch this space. I'm not. Let's do all right. For starters, though, let's get it straight here. It's not because you, you can or you, you you know you don't want to. It's because you're going everywhere else during this next six months. There's a little bit of that. Yeah, there's a lot of that. <laughs> to be don't give me that. There's a little bit of that. Hey, Jesus, like so. Yeah, watch this space. We'll have updates for that. Um, I think I'm going to the World Cup. Yeah, exactly. So you go into some prioritising going to the World Cup. How long are you going out there for? Anyway? It's a month. Is it? Is that the real one then? Yeah. Is so. All right, okay, fair enough. Possibly William. Is William behind there? He's not behind there. All right. Okay, so he's got the World Cup. When is the World Cup? November. Fucking November, December, yeah. A month over there, that's decent. I've done a couple of World Cups, man. I did South Africa and Brazil. Yeah, I remember you going to Brazil. Yeah, it was... Um, last time I drank was on the way back. <laughs> I, I stopped softening that one. That was the last drink I had. was on oh. my stop-off. I've not drank since 2014, yeah, because, you know... That was the end of that, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you get the gist. <laughs> um, yeah, I've never been to a World Cup. I thought I might as well go to one. It's an absolute shit show. There's already talk in the like of him saying, they've seen a statement, he said, like, if you come here, you just got to respect our customs and all that. And it's like, well, it's a World Cup. Like, when they're saying to people, I get respecting customs, but when you're saying to people, like, 
oh, I, you know, if you're part of gay Don't be gay. Yeah, don't be gay. That's not respecting anyone's customs. Yeah. That's just, you're hosting a World Cup and you're going to get people from, yeah. like, and you not know, only that, they've reneged. And, you know, I understand, like, whatever you want to say with it, but when they've said, you know, we will bring the world's community here and, and we will... You know, abide by everything FIFA stands for, which is equality for all yeah. on some levels. Yeah. Uh, well, equality for all and a bit of corruption, right? If we're being honest with ourselves. <laughs> a little bit of a dash of, a little smidge. Just a sprinkling. A little smidge of a backhander, right? Yes. You can't renege on that and say, actually, if you wear a pride flag, you're going to jail. That's, that's, um, sorry, I've got, I think I've missed a super chat. Someone's saying, I've probably missed about five. Forgive me there. Uh, someone's just asked, I think it was Alex Buckingham asking, how are you going to cope without rum? What makes you think I want to rum? Come on. Um, this is a good one. Abinav Verma says, Jay, did you take over Steve's Twitter this week for all the political posts since you like to tell people you're not political? Love that big word, though. Um, you've, you know, you've put me in the shade this week, bro. Like, you fucking do that, Jay? Was that that meme? I am so very proud of you. I am. I've, <laughs> I've just been finding myself liking everything you've posted, and I've liked all your replies to people digging you out for what you've posted as well, because you know my thoughts on the state of this same um, government. Um, Ahmed Abdal Bassett says, "How reliable is Andy Mitten?" As, fucking pretty reliable, yeah, to be honest. As reliable, Andy Mitten actually messaged me about tweeted to tell me like the facts behind my tweet, and I said I was being a bit tongue in cheek with it. Um, because, he, yeah, he's ultra-reliable. He's, as, he's as, as reliable as they come for me. He does his own work in every way, shape, and form. So, yeah, if he said something, um, I would say that was gospel. Listen, I know he knows some stuff, and he ain't gone live on it yet, so... Uh, DB Cooper says, Jay, I'm not calling you out or anything, but who do you prefer to co-present with? This, to me, right, everyone has a different thing, but me and Steve... When it's just me and him, I like it when it's just me and him on a Friday because it's just chill. We spent half an hour talking about only fools and horses and whether Joylston's rougher than Baghdad. It was, you know what I mean? It's one of them in it. Like it just feels like chill. Might be rougher. And I, but, by the way, didn't say it was. But, if anyone from Joylston is watching, <laughs> I never said that. <laughs> we just had a discussion. Um, Baghdad's got faster internet. Right, well, there you go then. <laughs> Swings and roundabouts. <laughs> um, I think I've got through all the super chats. I just want to make sure I haven't messed any. Um, thanks to everyone who's got involved in the conversation. Uh, make sure you are subscribing. Go and check out Steve's channel as well for all the latest. And check out his Patreon if you're not doing for that tease that he gave you a little bit of a tease for as well. Make sure you're checking out the other videos we've got. We've got the Norwich City preview up on this channel as well. Me and Gally Drinkwater back in the house. This has been The Brew with Stephen Alston and Jay Moy. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.